Ready to start talking to your kids about financial literacy? Meet Greenlight, the debit card and money app that teaches kids and teens how to earn, save, spend wisely, and invest with your guardrails in place. Parents can send instant money transfers, automate allowance, and more. Plus, keep an eye on spending with real-time notifications. Join more than 6 million families building healthy financial habits together on Greenlight. Get your first month free at greenlight.com slash odyssey. That's greenlight.com slash odyssey. Rattled and Shook is released weekly, every Thursday, and brought to you absolutely free. But if you want to listen ad-free, subscribe to Tenderfoot Plus at tenderfootplus.com or on Apple Podcasts. You'll also get exclusive bonus episodes. For more information, check out the show notes. Now, enjoy the episode. And now, presenting Rattled and Shook. I'm April. And I'm Meredith. And this is Rattled and Shook, a podcast where we tune into scary stories and discuss our deepest, darkest fears. But in a fun way. Speaking of fun, this is a summer of movies. Mm -hmm. You know what we're talking about. We're back in the theaters. Yeah. Everyone's there. Everyone's talking about it, dressing up to go. So April and I bit the bullet, went to the movie theater today, and finally did what we said we were going to do, and we saw... Haunted Mansion. <laughs> so we decided to theme this episode after haunted places. So we have a couple stories for you in that vein. Some uh, haunted hotels. And Meredith gave us a little a little fun assignment. We just- Sounds like you loved it. <laughs> yeah. So basically, before we went to the movie, we uh, took some slips of paper and we wrote down our predictions. Some hopes and dreams for this movie. And then put them in sealed envelopes. Yes. And we have our names on them. It's very official. Mm -hmm. And after we play some stories, um, April and I will open these envelopes and see if any of her predictions for Disney's Haunted Mansion came true. I sure hope so. Just to brief people that don't know what Haunted Mansion is, it's a movie from Disney based on the ride at Disney World. Mm -hmm. It's one of my favorite rides, maybe ever, but definitely at Disneyland. Between that and Tower of Terror. You've definitely said it's your favorite ride. Yeah. It's fun. It's a lot of smoke and mirrors, like literally. Yes, I love it. Yeah, as a kid, I was terrified. And the first time my brother and I went on the Haunted Mansion ride, it broke down. (laughs) And we were stuck on the Haunted Mansion ride. And I think that formed me as a person today. Mm -hmm. Do you remember anything about it breaking down or where it It broke down? I, I remember it stopped. And I'm pretty sure I was facing a portrait. Um, of like a woman, you know, in a mirrored portrait that Mm -hmm. like was holographic. And I remember just being like, I can't look at this anymore. (laughs) I can't look at this anymore. Were the eyes moving around or anything? Oh, yeah. She was moving around. It was just like, it was just looking at a ghost in a mirror. Yeah. So yeah, the more you tell me about your childhood, the more certain things make sense. (laughs) (laughs) Before our first story, we advise you turn on all of the lights. Yep, all of them. My story starts around 10 years ago in Cheyenne, Wyoming, 
I was around 12 years old, I believe. My family and I lived outside of Phoenix, Arizona, and my father works as a private pilot. Sometimes, the family of the pilot could ride along on business trips. When we arrived, we stayed at the Plains Hotel, a historic building in the downtown area built in 1911. The hotel is styled in old Western appliances, and the lobby looks very old. Overall, there was a lot of history in the hotel. I remember the elevator being quite small, my family barely fit in there. There was something eerie about the hotel, but I didn't know any better at the time. Fast forward to later that night. My twin brother, sister, and I were in one room in the hotel, and my parents were in the other room. My parents and siblings all were asleep, and I was the only one awake at the time. My siblings had been up for a while, but eventually went to sleep. I remember laying down and closing my eyes to go to sleep and not being able to fall asleep for quite a while. While I was trying to fall asleep, I suddenly got a very strange feeling. I'm not sure how to describe it other than it felt like someone was watching me. Eventually, I began to slowly open my eyes. When I opened them, I saw the outline of a woman in blue near my bed looking at me. I immediately shut my eyes again, terrified, and did not open them again for the rest of the night, assuming that if I simply kept my eyes shut, nothing would happen or I could convince myself that I was just seeing things. After what seemed like forever, I finally fell asleep and woke up the next morning, not sure if what I had seen had been real or not. I didn't talk to anyone in my family about it until later in the day when I was with my dad in the lobby. I remember saying something along the lines of, Dad, I think I saw something weird last night, and began to explain that I saw a woman in blue in our hotel room. I assumed he would just brush it off as me seeing things and that that would be the end of it and you know I wouldn't have to think about it anymore. However, to my surprise, my dad replied, you do know there are stories about people seeing a woman in a blue dress in this hotel, right? I couldn't believe what I was hearing at the time. It was like my ears started ringing and I was just in a state of shock for a moment. I had not heard about any stories like that before this trip or before I saw what I saw, so the fact that there were others who had claimed to see the same thing I did made my hair stand on the end. We went back to Arizona shortly after and I can say with some confidence that I did see a ghost that night at the Plains Hotel. After a short time Googling, I found some articles explaining the story. One article says the story begins with a bride and groom checked into the hotel on their honeymoon in the early 1900s. The groom went to the lounge to get a drink, and while he was there, he met a prostitute. Being gone for so long, the bride went down to check on him and saw the groom and the prostitute head upstairs. The bride quietly followed them up to the prostitute's room on the fourth floor and in a fit of rage shot the prostitute and the groom with the groom's gun. Afterwards, the bride returned to the honeymoon suite and turned the gun on herself. The bride is known as Rosie and is seen wearing a blue gown. The husband is also seen wearing a long black dress coat and the prostitute is seen wearing a red dress. This would not have freaked me out as much if I had known that there were ghost sightings before I'd stayed at the hotel. You can choose to believe me or not. The only thing you have to go off is my word and family and friends that I have told this story to. I truly believe that I saw Rosie in the Plains Hotel that night, and I will continue to tell those who are interested as long as I can.
I will spread this message far and wide. I will shout it from I the rooftop. This storyteller. Yeah. Yeah, I feel a little bad about um, making fun of the situation, but at the same time, you couldn't wait. Speaking to the groom. I mean, really? Couldn't you just have sex with your wife? That's what I'm. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Like you had it in the palm of your hands. It was right there. Yeah. Love a historic hotel ghost story. Mm-hmm. So he saw a woman in blue, but like, I'd like to know what her vibe was. Well, he closed his eyes very tightly. Yeah. Works every time. Yeah. I uh, think that's interesting because I'm definitely a freak out, scramble to turn the light on mm-hmm. and then leave it on. Keeping your eyes closed requires, I think, a lot of willpower that I don't think I would have. Do you sleep with your eyes open? Yes. <laughs> No, but it's like he closed his eyes in a very fearful moment and then yeah. never reopened them and it was able to fall asleep that way. Mm-hmm. That's hard. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm a turn the lights on person. I'm not going to think, nah, I didn't see it. Yeah. I can identify with that feeling of don't make any sudden movements. It's like you're dealing with like a, a predator or something, you know, in the situation where you wake up, it's dark, you're in bed. You don't have your glasses on and you just kind of feel like something's off. I think that's when it's kind of like, I need to strategize. I mean, I guess I thought I've seen like forms before in a dark room, like yeah. made out of like a vase on top of the dresser. And Pile like, of laundry. On yeah, the yeah. Yeah. Right now I have a hat hanging off the corner of a chair oh, in my that's bedroom. A terrible it's a terrible idea. idea. Why? I don't know. Every night I go to sleep and I go, I got to move that. Mm-hmm. It definitely looks like a small Charlie Chaplin is in the corner. Yeah, I... I'm not a fan of that. But I feel like I'm in control of that because I put it there. Mm -hmm. I think I relate to what you're saying about it's like there's a predator. I think there is a split second before I would quote unquote freak out where I would think, what is that? Is this what I'm thinking? Yeah. Must remain very still while I analyze. Yes. Yeah. I wish I didn't have to sleep. Me neither. And now, a word from our sponsors. Want to teach your kids financial literacy, but not sure where to start? Greenlight can help. With Greenlight, parents can keep an eye on kids' spending and saving, while kids and teens use a card of their own to build money confidence. As a parent, you can send instant money transfers, set up chores, automate allowance, and more. It's a convenient way to run your household, customized to your family's needs, and the easy way to raise financially smart kids. Get started with Greenlight today and get your first month free at greenlight.com slash odyssey. Do you ever wish you could become a detective and help find the clues to the case? How about all of that in a mobile game that you can take anywhere? In June's journey, each scene leads to a new thrilling storyline. Uncover the mystery of June's sister's murder and find out about scandalous family secrets. The gameplay lets you find hidden clues as you investigate a murder mystery. Escape to a bygone age of mystery, danger, and romance. Let your imagination run wild when decorating your island estate and collect scraps of information to fill your photo album and learn more about each character. 
Whether you're craving a good mystery or looking for an escape, you can immerse yourself in the world of June Parker. June's Journey is a hidden object mystery game with a captivating detective story taking you back to the glamour of the 1920s with a diverse cast of characters. Each new scene takes you further through a thrilling murder mystery story that sets the main protagonist, June Parker, on a quest to solve the murder of her sister and uncover her family's many secrets. I travel so much while working that I personally love to play it while sitting around airports with all that free time I have. Can you crack the case? Download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. Here's our next story. Have you turned on those lights yet? The following events took place sometime between January and February of 2012. My wife and I were stationed at Fort Bliss located in El Paso, Texas at the time. We were both active duty army nurses and planned on traveling to San Antonio to secure a rental apartment. I booked a couple of nights at the Emily Morgan Hotel in San Antonio. A two night stay in Austin because we always wanted to check it out and one last night back in San Antonio before we were to head back to El Paso. We drive the eight hours to San Antonio and check into our hotel. The Emily Morgan is located next to the Alamo and is a 13 story building that has many gothic influences. Think gargoyles and shit. The building had many different faces before becoming a hotel. It was a medical arts facility for many years, then an office building, and finally a hotel. Our first two nights were uneventful. We had a room on the seventh floor and never experienced anything strange during that time. We checked out Austin for a couple of days and came back to San Antonio to sign a year lease on a place. We checked into the Emily Morgan that last night and were given a room on the 14th floor. I guess the builders were superstitious or something because there is no 13th floor. The elevator numbers go from 12 to 14. Apparently, this is common in older buildings. We ate dinner outside the hotel that night and went back around 8 p.m. We probably passed out around 9 p.m. At exactly midnight, I'm jolted awake to the sound of an extremely loud groan coming from our hotel door. It literally sounded like someone put their mouth on the door and started groaning. What was also strange is that it sounded distinctly like an old woman making the sound. I tried to wake up my wife to see if she is hearing any of this craziness. She's dead asleep. I walk over to the door and peek out the people. There's nothing out there but the hallway and as soon as I walked over there, the noise stopped. I'm like, what the hell was that? So I made my way back to bed. I'm still a little sleepy and begin to believe that I maybe was dreaming that entire sequence. I lay my head on the pillow, close my eyes, and hear that same sound coming from the door. I sit straight up and now I'm wide awake. I stay in bed and listen intently to ascertain if this noise is truly coming from the door or if I'm hearing it through a wall. Maybe it's coming from another guest's room. Maybe it's a TV. Hell no, it's not. It's coming from the damn door. This time, I shake my wife awake and I say, Do you hear that? She's looking at me with half-opened eyelids and saying, Hear what? That groaning, I say. We both sit silently and there is nothing. She's like, go back to bed and falls asleep instantly. If my wife has a superpower... It's the ability to fall asleep at the snap of a finger. I'm in complete fight or flight mode now. I turn on every damn light in that place. 
I go back to the peephole and look out. Nothing. Just hallway. As I go back to the bed to turn on the TV, I hear the sounds of little footsteps outside in the hallway and a child laughing. Again, what the hell? I keep hearing this little pitter-patter up and down the floor of the hall outside our door. I creep up to the door and decide to open it quickly and peer out. Nothing. I wait, but no sound can be heard. No more footsteps or laughing. I'm getting eerily spooked. I want to go down the hallway to investigate, but I decided against that. I get back into bed and turn on the TV. At this time, the feeling of dread is just pouring over me. I had been dealing with this for an hour and I'm on edge. I'm trying to concentrate on watching TV when out of the corner of my eye, I see something move in the reflection of the mirror near the door. And of course, this mirror is not a modern looking one. It looks exactly like the oval mirror in that ring movie where the creepy black hair lady is brushing her hair. Now this mirror is at my 10 o'clock position in the room, so I can't see anything reflecting from it except the wall behind us. I stare intently at it but see nothing. So I go back to watching the show. Again, some shadow or figure or something is moving in the reflection in my peripheral vision. There's something in here. I now violently shake my wife awake. Amy, I saw something in the mirror. What? She asks. I go on to explain what I thought I saw. I'm pouring panicked verbiage at her and she seems not to care and just wants to go back to sleep. I finally say, if something shows itself to me in here, I will leave your ass. Again, she is unfazed and goes back to sleep. I end up dealing with the groaning grandma and the little demon kid and the jacked up mirror for like three hours, when suddenly the dreadfulness evaporates and I drift heavily to sleep. The next morning, we woke up and went to check out. The female clerk says, how was your stay? Actually, it was not good, I say. Was it the soft mattress, she replies. No, it wasn't the mattress, I yell. I encountered some weird shit last night. She says, tell me about it. So I proceed to tell her about the loud grandma getting piped outside the door, the creepy laughing kid, and the weirdness in the mirror. As I am telling her all this, she begins to smirk. And finally, she replies with, yeah, she likes to mess with men. I didn't know what to say. We checked out, and we've never been back. Every now and then, I think about that night. It still gives me the creeps, and it's made me a believer in ghosts. So, I proceed to tell her about the loud grandma getting piped outside the door. <laughs> the creepy Sorry. Getting what? I think he's saying getting piped, but doesn't that sound like she's getting, like, railed? Do, like, is that what he means? I, I think your interpretation is is sound. She's, I think that's actually getting... not what he meant, but it's, I think he meant, like, getting loud. Okay. But it sounds like he just thinks that an older woman was getting absolutely pounded outside his door last night. <laughs> she was groaning. Oh, my God. <laughs> 
Just messing with him. Getting her jollies. Getting off. <laughs> More. What's another what's another thing you could say? Um getting her ticket punched. To O Town. Express train to O Town. <laughs> Just getting her ticket punched for the express train to O Town. <laughs> oh my God. I would kill to see this real life review on TripAdvisor. Um, in a situation where there seems to be imminent danger or something freaky happening, you're if you're going to deny it, oh yeah, I will leave your ass. So you're not going to be a hero? Oh, no, I'm not a hero. I'm a survivor. That's good. That's good. I don't think I'm a hero either. <laughs> Are you a survivor? I'm alerting everyone. This yeah. is a national security <laughs> risk now. Call the We're president. We're all in this. <laughs> So if we ever stay anywhere haunted for this podcast, the slightest hint of anything, we are out of there. Oh, no. This sounds like a nightmare. Firstly, you're (laughs) sleeping with your eyes open. I've got all the lights on. And anytime I hear footsteps in the hallway, I'm calling the front desk. If I sleep with my eyes open, I think I'll scare the ghosts off. Plus, I don't actually sleep with my eyes open. I just have to tell them to close. (laughs) Oh, much more normal. Much more normal. Yeah. Oh, would you look at that? It's ad time. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. So now it's back to Haunted Mansion. We literally just got back from the theater and we want to discuss the movie, but without any big spoilers, so don't worry. 
in case you've been dying to see Haunted Mansion. Um, so let's get into it. It's movie time. So we have our predictions here in our envelopes. I have April's envelope and she has mine. Yes. <laughs> Do one of mine first. Okay. Picking it random. Here we go. April will get scared one fourth times. <laughs> <laughs> you mean one out of every four that I get scared? No, like a fraction of one time. <laughs> oh, I get it. One fourth of a time. Yeah. Yeah, so let's talk about the scariness level of Haunted Mansion. Yeah. What did you think? Um, I think not scary for the average adult. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah. I actually kind of loved how it looked because they definitely recreated the ride and the ghosts in the ride. The floating candelabra and all that good stuff. Yeah, they stayed true the to the sequences. ride. Fun Disney kitsch. Yeah. And uh, I liked the New Orleans flair. Mm-hmm. But yeah, not that scary. Yeah. Not that scary. I think for a kid, the yeah. main villain would be pretty scary. There was a jump scare on that kid in like the very opener that I was like, as a child, uh-huh. I would have been very afraid of that jump scare in the beginning. Yeah. And as an adult, l- a little scared. <laughs> I did not jump. And then April silently laughed every time. I saw that. <laughs> not so silently. Yeah. Okay. Here's the first prediction from Meredith. <laughs> Owen Wilson will say, Wow. <laughs> and specifically, wow. And if you don't know what we're talking about, Owen Wilson is in Haunted Mansion and his iconic line mm-hmm. is, wow. Wow. Actually, Owen Wilson doesn't say wow in this movie. Wow. What a missed opportunity for Disney. Uh, pick one of mine. All right. Oh my gosh. Owen Wilson, wow count between one and 33. <laughs> I cannot believe you pulled that right after. I was hoping that would happen. Wow. Wow. That is so wow. funny. Wow. Wow. Yeah. I wonder if Owen Wilson goes in there and he's like, look, I'm not f- saying wow anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm not a meme. But also he's in the Haunted Mansion. So you're, you're right. You know. With Danny DeVito. <laughs> yeah. Danny DeVito only <sighs> exists in meme form. <laughs> oh, I love him so much. Okay. I'm going to read one of yours now. People will clap for Nicole Kidman. That's what I wrote. Yep. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, I'm talking about when you go to an AMC and there's that whole long intro video and it's Nicole Kidman featured in it. But then she just says, AMC. We make movies better. And I'd say half the times that I go to the theater, Mm -hmm. there's like at least a little applause. Meredith definitely tried to get a slow clap going. (laughs) Tried to get it going. (laughs) People were not having it at the mostly empty matinee. Yeah. All right, I'm doing one of April's. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Meredith's scare count, 3.5. And then she made rules in parentheses. A scare equals a jump slash flinch slash audible noise. I did all of those. <laughs> I did all of those. Do we know how many times, though? It was at least 3.5. It I was think. at least 3.5. Yeah. Did you hear me audibly say eek? <laughs> <laughs> all right, you go ahead. All right. There will be a musical number involving singing household <laughs> items like a twisted version of Beauty and the Beast. Oh, I was so bummed about that one. Do you want to give us a little uh, sample, a little taste of a musical number you were hoping for? 
I think when I heard the organ playing, I was like, here it goes. It's going to be like, dun, 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 dun. And then the ghosts are going to be like, if you go into the <laughs> Maybe in the Eddie Murphy version. <laughs> and then, I don't know, the candelabras will sing falsetto. All right, I'm going to get to April's. <laughs> there will be approximately five face and faces. That's about right, actually. So we're saying face and faces as like a jump scare where then there's a face there, yeah. which I guess is now how we say that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll definitely give you this. This came true. Okay. I'm picking another. Danny DeVito will eat something. <laughs> yes. And he did. Mm-hmm. There's something about Danny DeVito eating that is like, put it on camera, yeah. you know? This is gold. Yeah. And this movie, he was catching shrimp in his mouth. So it was like mm. a double whammy. It was pretty great. Yeah. All right, here we go. <laughs> there will be zero Eddie Murphy cameos. <laughs> Righto. You did get that one. Wow, you really stuck with numbers. I was like I did. scenarios and you're a numbers girl. Well, you um, got that one right. Eddie Murphy was in the, the last iteration they made. Yeah, 2003 classic. All right, I go now. Oh, <laughs> Meredith will cover her eyes with her sweatshirt, even though this is a family movie for babies. <laughs> yep, that prediction was about me. Yes, you did get that right, that prediction about yourself. <laughs> and I didn't really ever, like, fully cover my eyes, though. But they, my, uh-huh. sw- my sweatshirt was, like, ready. It was, like, over the nose. Uh-huh, yes. I am a baby. <laughs> I think I enjoy it when you are a baby. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Wow. <laughs> a ghostly musical number will occur. Yep. I am so sad that it didn't happen, yeah. but so happy to know that we did one of the, well, two of the same predictions. Yeah. Owen mm-hmm. Wilson will say, wow, and there will be a ghostly musical number. Okay, so irrational fears. Mm-hmm. We've gotten so many of them, and they're really good. And here's one that I really wanted to share with you. I I I E E Tron, cool. Uh, wrote, "I'm also extremely afraid of wobbly ceiling fans, and won't be in the same room with them. Convinced since I was a kid, they'll kill me somehow." I totally get that. I used to be afraid. Maybe it's because I had a ceiling fan in my room as a kid about getting up on my bed mm-hmm. and being decapitated. Yeah, like jumping on the bed and getting... Yeah, or even yeah. just like um, standing up on my bed, forgetting, maybe it's also being tall. Mm-hmm. I thought I would like forget where I could reach to and get decapitated. Yeah. I feel like if I stood on my childhood bed now, I could be decapitated. <laughs> Actually, I don't think it would decapitate me. I think it would just really hurt. <laughs> Which is I... almost worse. No. <laughs> Isn't there an SNL sketch where they're like parodying Dead Poets Society and one of the kids stands on their desk and no. I think they get decapitated <laughs> by a ceiling fan. Wait, that's so dark and so funny. <laughs> Wait, I'm going to look that up right now. Uh, uh, Mr. Something. It's like called Mr. <laughs> Mr. Bunting. Mr. Bunting. With Fred Armisen. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait. So uh, SNL <sighs> affirms your fear. I, 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 E, E, Tron. There you go. All right. Hit me with another. Okay. Cell tattoo or C-E-L-L-E tattoo. Cell. Chell. Chell. They wrote, I'm convinced that one day I will get into my car and my car door will slice my head off. 
I have a Mini Cooper and the windows are sharp and the car is low. I can't be alone in this fear. So that's the question. Is Cell Tattoo alone in this fear? Um, I haven't had a Mini Cooper and I haven't had a similarly sized car, but that just makes me think of this time when I was younger. I think I was reaching outside the door of the car. The window was open. I don't know why I was reaching. I think the child lock was on. I was just trying to let myself out. I was in the car with like my dad and my sister. And my dad rolls up the window while I'm <gasps> half out of the car. And the window rolled up and trapped my head <laughs> in the car door. Thank God it wasn't like something like your finger that would have actually hurt more. Yeah. Yeah. I still afterwards was freaking out i was like mm -hmm. i need an mri yep mm -hmm. so that's what that reminds me of i think that's a very rational fear like the fear of rolling up windows and oh god yeah and closing doors on fingers and stuff yeah Ooh. yikes definitely let us know your irrational fears keep them coming decapitations are you afraid of being decapitated let us know bye bye wow Rattled and Shook is a Tenderfoot TV production in partnership with Odyssey. Executive producers are Donald Albright and Payne Lindsay. Co-executive producer is Meredith Stedman. Hosted and produced by April Ruha and Meredith Stedman. Lead editor and sound designer is April Ruha. Additional production by Sean Nerney. Production management by Tracy Kaplan and Jordan Foxworthy. Original score by Makeup and Vanity Set. Original art by Puppy Teeth. Follow us on social media at Rattled and Shook.